Good morning and happy Friday. This is the Evolution of Confidence podcast by Mari Juliet. And I wanted to go in a little bit today more about confidence and how to gain confidence when you feel like you don't have it. Um, Confidence to me is something that can always be worked on. It can always be improved. And it's something that can vastly improve your life. I did not have a lot of confidence when I was younger. It's something that I've worked on all the time throughout my whole life. And I have gotten some tools and tricks that have definitely helped me along the way to gain that confidence quickly and have it last. Now, coming from someone that, you know, in the beginning of my career in sales, I would sit in my car sometimes for 20, 25 minutes because I was so afraid to go in and talk to the prospects. At that time, I was doing medical sales and it was very intimidating to go and speak to doctors and physicians and, um, you know, people that you just think of them as these amazing, you know, creatures that have so much knowledge and they know so much more than you. And it can affect your confidence when you're speaking to those people. However, in sales, that's not how you can act if you want to be successful. You have to kind of fake it till you make it. I definitely faked my confidence until I became confident. I definitely put myself out there when I felt uncomfortable. And those are the things that you have to do in the very beginning to get to that point where you feel like, okay, I can actually sell somebody on anything. I can sell ice to an igloo. That doesn't happen overnight. It happens with time. And I'm going to give you a few tips on how I've done it. Knowledge is power. We hear this all the time. Knowledge is power. But for me, knowledge is confidence. If I ever feel like I'm overwhelmed in a situation with work or that I've taken off more than I can chew, I always default to learning more about the subject. For example, we had a team meeting the other day with my girls from real estate brokerage, and we were talking about how to navigate areas that you're not 100% well-versed in. Like, let's say a client wants to buy in an area that you haven't sold in before. The best thing you can do is gain intense amount of knowledge, immense amount of knowledge about that area so that when you do sell in that area, you're the market expert. It doesn't matter if you have sold a house there or not, you can become a market expert in an area because you're putting in the extra effort and you're gaining that knowledge. Not everyone goes the extra mile to do that. And even in areas that they live in themselves, they may not know everything about the market like you would if you you know, can do that extra work and go the extra mile. Go to the city. Go look into areas, you know, close by, look into the parks, look into the schools, look into the school ratings. There's all these different avenues that you can go through to gain this knowledge. The more knowledge that you have, I promise you, will it will show when you're making your sales or you're, you know, moving forward in your business. This is not just a real estate podcast. This is really pertains to any business, but especially women in the business field, it can be very intimidating to feel like you don't have the knowledge that you need to succeed. Um, A lot of people will overthink the details and overthink and think, oh, I need this, this, and this in order to move forward. When in reality, most of the time you just need yourself and your business card and what is in your brain. So you have the control over what's in your brain and you have the time to put into it. 
uh, to say, you know what, I'm going to dedicate my craft and I'm going to dedicate myself to it. And I'm going to learn every single thing there is to know about this craft until I am so overly confident in my abilities to present this information that there's no way that you won't be successful. This confidence can also tie into the ways that we get business. Okay, so in real estate, for example, the vast, 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 vast majority of people, whether they're on teams or not, whether they're luxury agents or not, are paying for leads for their business. So they are basically an ROI. So they pay a certain amount of, of money a month, maybe it's $1,000, maybe it's $15,000 to a lead generation service like Zillow or Realtor.com. Now, you're not initially creating that personal relationship with the client. They're calling you based on you know a listing that they saw and they don't know you ahead of time. There's nothing wrong with doing business that way. But the way to gain business where you have the confidence to say, hey, if I didn't have this lead generation service, I could still have a successful business and know how to build relationships with people and know my craft. That to me is much more valuable than just relying solely on the ROI that you're getting from paying a big corporation like Zillow or Realtor.com. That is just a real estate example, but here's some tips on how you can actually create those interpersonal relationships in real life that will last you for your entire career. When I first started in real estate, I was of course reached out to by these lead platforms as well, and I did not have the funds to pay for leads. Of course I considered it, it's, you know, to have the clients sent directly to me would be great, but at that time I didn't, I couldn't afford it. So. What I did is I went the organic route, and I have done that my entire career. I went door to door, met people in person. Um, people ask me a lot how I work with luxury clients, and the reality is that I just connect with everyone. I shake everyone's hand. I talk to the person taking my order. I talk to the person in the elevator. I talk to somebody shopping next to me that I overhear talking about selling homes. You know, you can't have shame in your game when you're trying to build your business. And if you are gonna do it organically, it's definitely not the easy way out. You have to put yourself out there and you have to be, you have to fake that confidence. You might not be the most confident person. You may have not even sold a house in your life, but you have a personality and you have values that you already bring to the table. The key to identifying those things is to write them down. Sit down and write down what you bring to the table. Here's an example. I'm very outgoing. I love people. I love homes and I'm passionate about real estate and I put the effort in. Am I the most organized person on earth? No, I'm not. So I'm not going to go and meet with people and say, hey, I'm ultra, ultra organized and that's why I would be the best agent. I'm the best agent because I can market and sell your house for top dollar. That's why I am the best agent. Different people want to work with different people based on their values that they bring to the table. Not everybody wants to work with an ultra bubbly, uh, super in your face agent. Some people want somebody more low key. It just completely depends on the person. And this is why people say that real estate is a relationship business. It's all about the relationships that you make how you maintain those relationships, how you maintain their professionalism in those relationships, and how you can carry that on throughout your entire career. 
That's why a lot of people say that your career in real estate doesn't really take off until two years in. Now, I didn't accept that fact. I said I need to start closing deals right away because, again, I was not rolling in the dough when I started in real estate. However, you do see after the first two years of your career, that's when the referrals start coming in. That's when the repeat business starts coming in. And then you can really see proof. Did I do a good job or did I not do a good job? Am I getting those referrals and am I getting that organic business that keeps coming or am I not? And then you fix and edit as you go. But the point is creating those relationships will give you a long-term career as opposed to relying on something online system that's gonna create that for you. There's many different ways to do marketing. There's bench ads, there's billboards, there's paper marketing, there's social media marketing. There's all these different avenues, but the common denominator is that you do want to be genuine with people and create those long-term, long-lasting relationships.